Hey everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Silver Screen Scoundrels, where we talk about everybody's favorite pastime, the movies. We're your hosts. I'm Colonel Bob. And I am not a colonel. Hi, I'm just Ian. Just Ian. But that's okay, because tonight we are joined by another guest. I say another like you haven't been on here like six weeks in a row. It's Derek again. Derek's here. Yay, I don't even know. Man. Are you a guest at this point? I don't think that I should be considered a guest at this point. Um, I've been on this show so many times since the beginning that I, I'm I'm pretty much just uh, I'm just a part of it now. Well, it's just put like my, even if you're put not, my face on the logo. Here, even if you're not here, you're listening yeah. in the background like a well, creep. Not always. You guys have recorded a few on your own without me. It's eighty twenty. It would it, it'd be cool if we could like put your put your face in the logo like in the background somehow like just like peeking over just the peeking like, over like you see yeah. something, <laughs> something just, like that just peeking up over it or just hiding in yeah. the background just peeking just peeking just snooping and i gotta say just goofing. I, missed you, I missed you last week man just, just i missed goofing. that we didn't have an episode oh i was like did you do one without me I yeah what happened with that why was there no silver screen scoundrels last there week there wasn't nothing new and neither one of us really had time to to pick a movie for us to watch so we just decided to, to gather get our bearings and just take a week off the Sorry. same reason why you didn't do a paperweight entertainment episode so what i was about week. to say is that we just we just took all of last week off ian and i were working at the theater on thursday night and uh i looked at him i was just like we're just like not recording an episode tonight right <laughs> because we were there for yeah. a for a fifteen minute job, we were there for over two hours. Yeah, that was a that was a night. It was a, it was a night to remember. No, it uh, it was much needed. I, I I got a full week off from pod. That's not true. I got I got off that week from two out of three podcasts. That's awesome. <laughs> I did one break. episode. Got a little bit of a break. But I'm happy to be back. We got to see we, the new Marvel movie. We did, and it is actually called The Marvels, if the you Marvel. will. Uh, you know, I'm going to let Derek kind of kick this off because Derek loves to talk about the writer strike so much. So, Derek, in your opinion, uh, Bobby and I were talking earlier. I keep forgetting. You weren't there. You don't work with us. I you don't should. work with you. So we were talking earlier at work, and Cody... Uh, Cody brought up a good point at work to Bob that, well, there's a debate here. Bob thinks it's a good point. I don't. Yeah. Um, the point is this movie, because of the writer's strike, didn't get to get promoted too well. Okay, so it wasn't that has something to do with the, it. It wasn't the, because of the writer's strike, because the, the writer's strike has been over for a little while. But the actor's strike that just ended 100% had a hand in this movie underperforming. For the simple fact that if you cannot have your stars going and promoting the show, promoting the movie by doing press junkets, by going on late night shows, by doing all the things, by doing social media posts. Also, on top of that, most social media influencers and critics stopped promoting movies during the strike. On top of all of that, this movie was already destined to have a rough time because Brie Larson is um, has a reputation of not being likable, which I disagree with. Um, I think she's fantastic, uh, but she has agree. a she she has a reputation. I know, but that's just because you hate women. Um, she, oh, I like I, I, I'm kidding. Did you uh, say you don't like her, Bob? Bob yeah, doesn't not, like real life. There's a dip, but yeah, but that's 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 for a completely different reason, though. You don't like her acting skills. Yeah, is that not what he meant? No, no, no people don't like her. No, as people a don't like her as a person. Is what he's saying, like on a personal level. Yeah, but anyway, um, so. So for the for the simple fact that uh, Brie Larson already has an uphill battle as a as a lead, um, the the fandom as a whole right now is um, skewed so incredibly toxic and racist and and misogynistic. Whether anybody wants to believe it or not, it's absolutely true. The the magically the movies that are that are helmed or that are helmed and starring women and non-white leads are immediately faced with more scrutiny. They have a, a higher 
hill to climb before anything happens uh long before this movie was seen by anybody it was being panned and talked about how it's terrible uh things about the mcu which is so stupid it makes me angry if you little psa for anybody watching if you unironically call the mcu the mcu no take that you have on any movie is valid you're just an idiot please stop just stop talking because no one cares or takes you seriously uh but anyway so with all of that going on, with all of the hate for the first Captain Marvel movie, which I think was unwarranted, and all of the hate going towards Marvel right now from some of the bigger trades, like that article in Variety talking about how Marvel's in trouble, uh, it's become culturally relevant for some reason to hate on Marvel. They've finally gotten to the point where it's cool to hate on them. Um, all of that went into this movie not performing as well as it should have. And yeah, because of all those things, it absolutely took a hit because it couldn't be promoted. Bob, make sure that you edit this episode later and make sure you explain that Derek doesn't uh, Derek doesn't represent the thoughts of the silver screen scoundrels. <laughs> Do a little thing where it kind of cuts away. And have, it's have a little, 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 little work. Yeah, the I'm little sorry. cheesy I'm sorry, are you, pro, are you pro-sexism but racism? Did I miss something? Are, are we pro-racism and sexism on this show now? That's all you got out of what I said? <laughs> You said that, that was the, my view. That wasn't the express. only. That wasn't the only rant you went on there, Linda. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm you just start saying. calling people idiots. They are idiots. <laughs> They're dumb. If you if you unironically call the MCU the MCU because you're mad that they've had three projects led by a woman out of thirty, then yeah, you suck as a person. That can be I my personal. Like, the that, only my personal. I'm going to be hundred percent honest with you. The only person, me only personally, has ever heard constantly use the terminology MCU is actually unironically you. Yeah, that's because I'm making fun of the people that are. I that know, are but I'm it. just saying you're the only person I've ever heard say it. Yeah, it's so God, it's so annoying. Well, to be fair, Derek does like scour the the internet and all the looking for spoilers yeah yeah well no not looking, <laughs> not looking I, for I, I spoilers look at, he, he know he knows like, oh, know about what's what's happening because he actually looks that shit up so i can understand why he would uh see see that stuff anyway the marvels <laughs> let's let's get into what what we actually thought about the movie we never well, let me know let me let me let me first say bob that i don't uh-huh. agree with you guys and I, I don't, I don't think that 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 hurt the movie. I don't. I think even then, you're wrong. It, maybe it would have done a little better. No, I'm not wrong. It's an opinion. No, uh, no it can't be an opinion. You're you're it, you're objectively wrong in this instance. It absolutely there's zero chance that it had no effect on the movie. I you haven't even finished the, my thought yet. How can you tell me I'm wrong? I, you, you haven't listened to the whole thing. Because you said that it didn't have an effect on the movie. That's incorrect. It absolutely In my opinion, had no you don't know that it did. It absolutely did. That's you why don't every know movie that it did because we strike, haven't seen the other side of it. That's why every movie during the strike has been affected. Even movies that people were excited about didn't make the amount of money because they couldn't you promote it. It's a huge part of it. If it. So if we could go back and promote it, and it did this did did better than yeah you could say that but that's not a fact that this that this hurt it you're you're right it's not a fact the, the way that movies have been promoted for the last 70 plus years you're right it's it's not it, there's no evidence that promotion helps movies can i can i say my point i guess but it's going to be dumb <laughs> <laughs> see how you feel right now this is what you do to me every week that i'm on the show <laughs> please go ahead <laughs> this but it's usually you and bob bob's oddly silent when i'm giving you a hard time usually chiming right in when you're saying something to me please finish your thought i do want to hear it did you just take a shot at me i wasn't saying anything i did i did bob because i'm in that kind of mood tonight it's gonna be fun we, the other day too. we can't we can't a argue child's birthday party i was i was god i was in such a bad mood anyway i'm actually in a good mood on the floor I'm excited. I'm excited. What? I had something to say about. Oh, I did have to get on the floor. I forgot all about that. Something Derek said after after you're done. So remind no, go me. ahead. Go no, no, no. I, I, I literally I will not, for a minute. I will not say another thing. I want to. I want to hear your thought. You cannot sit here and tell me it's a fact. It's not. Okay. It's not. Not a fact. Because it it didn't happen. So you can't say it's a fact. I also don't agree because 
everybody knew that this movie was coming out. We've known for a long time that it was coming out. So it's not like all of a sudden people are like, oh, fuck, I forgot that MCU still does a thing. Oh, that's weird. Like, Did I don't know the ratings on. Out? I, I said I wasn't going to interrupt. I'm sorry. I shut up. I'm sorry. My mom doesn't watch anything Marvel. Did she know it was coming out? You I literally just said everyone knew it was coming out. I really did mean to not talk. Please continue. I swear. It's I'm in your mute. blood. You I, can't I, help no, no, it. No, no, no. You no. can't stop interrupting people. Yeah, but the fact I know that you're talking and not listening. God, even when you're silent, you never shut the hell up. <laughs> Are you done? Okay, so my thoughts and opinions, not a fact, my opinion is that people knew this movie was coming out. I don't think the Captain Marvel did that well in the beginning. Okay? So, compared to the rest of the Marvel movies, I mean, there were other Marvel movies that underperformed by a lot. Okay? This is, what, the third worst or something? So, I don't think it was going to be... This is number one. You can you can say things like that, bud. You can you can say that. Captain Marvel made a billion dollars. It didn't underperform, and this is the worst opening for a Marvel movie. Captain Captain Marvel made a billion dollars in its opening week. No, no, no. It's total run. It's opening weekend. It made. That's not what I said. I said opening. I I didn't hear you say opening. I was just saying that it didn't. Really, even when you even when you weren't like able to interrupt me, you just weren't listening. Did he say opening today? weekend? I didn't hear him say opening. Did say at all. opening? Well, I said week. I didn't. I heard him say opening. Okay, I didn't hear you say opening. But yeah, this is this is the worst opening for What were you doing Marvel. the whole time you were being quiet? Nothing. I was just listening. I just missed to one who? I missed That's one crazy. word. God, it's it's root all over again. <laughs> um uh something, Derek. You said yes. that there's only been three. I, I just threw that number off the top of my head. I, okay, I can't I didn't I, I didn't I think all there was a lot more. There's at least five in there. Okay, so of and I'm not talking the, about just movies. I'm talking about TV, right? As well. Female, female-led pro- projects, meaning that, like, so we have Black Widow was the first, yeah. WandaVision, or I guess WandaVision was the first because it came out before Black Widow. So we have WandaVision, Black Widow, and Captain Marvel, and now the Marvels. So this would be four, unless I'm missing one, because Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness, Wanda was a prominent character, but she wasn't the main. She was. A lead, but it was a Doctor Strange movie. Um, and then you had Captain Marvel and Captain Marvel one. in this one. Yeah, so four. Four? Yeah. WandaVision, Captain Marvel, um, Black Widow, and now the Marvels. No, and then She Hulk, and then She Hulk. I forgot uh, She Hulk. And then Miss Marvel. That's right. Yeah, so six. Six total. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> anyway, there's like 30 some odd projects, so six is not that much. I was just I was just putting out the fact that the the amount of people so mad that there are, are female led projects now, their <coughs> excuse me, their perspective is a little off, acting like they haven't gotten just a glut of straight white male guys like leading movies. All right, that's all. Okay, you asked me a question, knowing I was going to go on a rant, Ian. I I didn't I didn't know. I'm excited to talk about this movie. I really am. I hope people are still. Here. Well, let's talk about it. I'm ready. Okay, let's talk. What do you want to talk about, Bob? <laughs> let's talk about Marvel. <laughs> go ahead, Bob. You want me to go first? No, I can't. So you can't. No, <laughs> go first if you want to go. No, I mean I can't. No, go go ahead, Bob. I I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was really fun. Um. I Ian made a point to say that I don't like Brie Larson, and I and I really don't. I just think she phones it in. It, I, I, Captain Marvel in this movie was like she's the one I didn't care about the most in the movie because it just it just seemed like she didn't care at all. Um, I thought she I thought she was a flat out bitch to to Kamala. Just right off the bat, I thought she was a flat out bitch to her. So um, I didn't like her one bit. But other than that, other than her, 
I, I really enjoyed all the, 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 um, action. I did think, I did think that the villain was a little lazy, I guess I could say. Stupid. Um, but other than that, I thought Kamala stole every scene that she was in. I thought she was phenomenal to watch. I thought she was funny. She had she had me laughing um, uh, in the majority of her scenes. She was just so happy to meet her idol and to to meet meet um, Fury and and uh, she jumped right into the action too. When when you know it all fell on her, she jumped right into defending and fighting. And um, I thought this was a, a really fun movie to sit through. I was never bored. And I thought the runtime was perfect. So that's my thoughts. Derek, would you like to go ahead? Sure, I can. Uh, so I'm going to disagree with Bob on two points. One, I think it was a little too short. I could have used a little more because I think that Tiana Paris, uh, Tiana Paris, I, I think I might be mispronouncing her name, uh, Monica, uh, I don't think she got nearly enough to do. It, it felt like of the three leads, she was the one that... Um, her story was the, or she, she had the least amount to do on screen, even like she did a lot, but I feel like it was focused more on Carol and, and Kamala. Um, and also I, I disagree a thousand percent about Brie Larson. Uh, if you were talking about Captain Marvel, yeah, she's super stoic and, and not very emotive. I think that she was incredibly emotional in this and the scene where she's finally going through what she did after, um, after the events of Captain Marvel, of how she went and became the Annihilator, I thought that she was very remorseful and sad and, and disappointed in herself. And I thought it was excellent. I thought she was great in this. Uh, knew I, why I she think was Annihilator. I think, yeah, she was aware, and but she, she hadn't talked to anybody about like, it. I hate that name. Blah blah yeah. blah. She was well aware of why you would hate. You don't. You think you would like that name? She has, Of course, she hated that name. She was very well aware. She knew what it was. She didn't want to talk about it to anybody because she was embarrassed. She was ashamed of herself. I thought. I thought she did great in that. I thought she was wonderful. The the chemistry between the three leads was great. Um, I do agree. I think the villain in this movie was the low point. Um, I didn't care for her acting. I didn't care for. I said, and and I did a a little non spoiler thing on online and. I said I didn't understand her motivation, which isn't correct. I do understand her motivation. I just, there have been people saying that, oh, I don't know if she's really a villain. It, it was kind of a cool, you know, cool motive, still murder. She's she, 100% yeah, a villain. She was committing genocide to she's save 100, her, her people. So yeah, I don't care what her reasoning for it was. You are the villain if you're murdering people because they're, those planets are connected to a person that wronged you. You're killing trillions of people because of a grudge. I, I don't while believe. you're complaining that she right yeah yeah, yeah. the villain, the villain was so silly um and also i i've never seen her in anything else i know that she's tom hiddleston's wife so good on them that's awesome that their family is you know that that couple is in in marvel together now uh but i really hope she doesn't get a 14 year long deal where they go back and find her again like tom hiddleston <laughs> did because well, no, uh, I just she, don't care. She got disintegrated. Didn't she? Well, Loki died at the end, beginning of in, or, uh, Infinity War. He's still poking around. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but anyway, so I, I really enjoyed the movie also. I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, I was looking forward to it. It surpassed my expectations, and I, I do agree. Amon Valani stole the show in this. Um, I want more of Kamala Khan. And, uh, and sassy grandpa Nick Fury was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> So those are my 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 quick thoughts. I'm sure we'll get into more. Ian, well, be the tiebreaker. I uh, wasn't as sold on it as you guys were. Um, I don't have a problem personally with Brie Larson or her acting. Um, I thought the girl to play Kamala. I said it when we did our our review on Miss Marvel. She was one of the bright spots of that show. I had no issues with her, her acting, uh, her character, or really anything about her. I thought she did steal every scene in this movie. I thought she played the teen fangirl very well. Uh, Monica Rambeau was good. I don't have an issue with any of the characters, per se. Um, my issue is the villain was awful. I thought the villain was, was so terrible. Uh, I don't see 
how she was really the villain in general. Like you have these three powerful beings going up against this villain who was just a walking contradiction to me. Uh, I agree with you guys saying that she wanted to basically kill these planets. If they had anything to do with uh, the annihilator, um, which was a contradiction because she was constantly complaining about how, you know, you took from us, you, you basically um, damned my people um, to live with no son and this and this. And, um, while she's doing the same thing, but not just to like one planet to like anybody she can. Uh, another thing that annoyed me is that we watch this secret invasion show and they just nonchalantly bring up uh, the Kree and the scrolls are peaceful. Now all of a sudden I don't know where they signed a treaty. They're fine. They're good. The whole reason they left in the first place was because of this huge, like, ongoing rivalry they had to where they had to flee the planet to come to Earth. And then when they want to take over Earth, all of a sudden it's like, actually, you know what? Come on back. It's not, it wasn't even that bad. We're not even that mad anymore. Um, And that's an off camera thing. And then in this movie, immediately they're enemies again so quickly because Captain Marvel jumped out of a plane and landed on the planet that was below them which was that planet and she's like oh so you're gonna side with her now destroy this planet (laughs) i just thought you know the back and forth is just comical at this point in my opinion so no mention of talos or anything i thought was disrespectful to my boy talos um that bothered me uh just there's little silly things like when the eggs were being found in the in the ship and the girl was like should we tell fury why would you not why is that a debate <laughs> why would you not tell him oh yeah. we better keep this a secret fucking why would you <laughs> so i was just like well that's that's silly dialogue why would they even discuss that maybe we shouldn't tell him about these and then i i, I thought no and nobody's like thinking where these could come from and immediately i thought could could it be the cat? That's the only thing mm-hmm. that would probably lay eggs on that ship because it's mm-hmm. not a normal cat. Which gets me to the cat part. Oh, you mean the best part of the movie? Go. Did I think it, it was Tell me about cute it. seeing these little these little furry furry pawed animals just frolicking around? Yes, they were adorable. Watching people run terrified for their life was funny at first, and I thought. You know, the speaker overhead saying, do not run from the cats and let them eat you. (laughs) Yeah, it made me laugh at first. But then I started thinking. I started overthinking a comic book movie. I thought, how could that many people be shoved in a stomach that small and not suffocate and die? I did think that. Like That's all I kept. I I couldn't. It it doesn't go into their stomach. Where's it go? It's literally a pocket dimension inside the cat. It's a okay. Whole other... Well, they don't explain that. So. No, they they so don't. don't. And they didn't. Read they didn't explain that it in the first depth. Captain Marvel either. No. Okay. Yeah, so it, that would have made more so, sense. Yeah. And if they would have explained that, like, oh, you're not actually being eaten by a cat, you're being swallowed into another dimension. Yeah. Okay. Eat me. Still silly, but at least it would have been and, easier to understand. And then, and then why? And then why did they regurgitate them back up if they're in a different dimension? They would have no gag reflex at that point because it wouldn't matter if they're in another dimension. Anyway, I digress. I, I, I get it. I'm grasping at straws at that because it's a comic book. So I can let that go. That part didn't really bother me. The villain is what bothered me the most. She was just so fucking stupid. Like she gets stabbed. And they're like, let's put our differences aside. She can literally power up your entire planet by giving your son energy. You know what? I never thought about that. That's a really good idea. Nope. Doesn't do that. <laughs> she just snatches up Kamala. It's like, I'm going to crush her head. Okay, but why? I don't know. It seemed like a good idea. I was dying on the floor, so I got to do something badass. Okay, but it's not logical. It doesn't matter because I just gonna fly out into space and i thought what is she what is she doing like what what is her what is her plan a here like or plan b at this point what is her plan b here because 
her whole thing is she needs to power this planet, right? So where's she going? And she just flies out in the middle of nowhere and just she takes on this this thing that she knows she can't handle these these gauntlets and she's just like, hey, what are you doing, girl? What are you doing? And she just tears a hole through space and time. And I thought, what a stupid thing to do. You could have lived. Your people could have lived. Now you've damned them all. Yeah, and uh, and among God knows who else, over there was no guarantee Captain Marvel was going to go and save the planet at that point. Over a rivalry that made no fucking sense to begin with. Like you're just like mad at her because she did this, yet she's willing to save your planet, but you're you're going to doom them. But it's okay if you do it. It's okay if you damn them. She's rude. She's She's rude. rude. (laughs) So. As soon as that that rift got cut open, you could kind of see to the other side. Immediately, I thought, "Oh man, I feel like they're just doing that to set up a plot for for another movie." And I won't get too much into that. I will say, watching Monica Rambo making the most boneheaded decision <laughs> of trying to close this rift and not just switching Turning to around. the other side to close it <laughs> was just like, okay, now they're trying too hard to set up something else, and it's just laughable at this point so no guys uh in that long-winded rant that i'm now ending um i did not enjoy it as much as you guys did there were some elements that made me laugh the characters were cool kamala's family didn't get enough screen time Uh, i love her i love her i love her brother especially but um the fight scene of them all jumping back and forth and the family kind of trying to help out or whatever entertaining very entertaining, but it was one of the few scenes where I was kind of like, "Oh, this is really cool," and the rest of it, I was just kind of, kind of bored. I didn't like the singing planet nearly as much as you guys did. Oh, I blasphemy! Awesome. That's I love it. Well, if we're gonna talk about negatives, I want to jump on there on a couple that you said because I do agree one hundred percent that they were clearly just trying to set up uh, this incursion and what was going on because they're trying to get everything ready for Secret Wars, which I don't mind, but take the time to make it make sense because it didn't make sense the way it was filmed, the way it was written that Monica had to stay on the other side. If it would have been, if they would have had one line of dialogue that said, Oh no, I can't close it from there. There's a barrier. I have, once I go through, I can't come back. Anything just one line would have, would have helped that. Uh, I agree with you also with everything that happened in secret invasion. Secret invasion is probably my least favorite Marvel property. I really didn't love that. I, I didn't hate it. There was enough to like about it that I still enjoyed it, but it was a huge letdown. And the character development that we had that we saw with Nick Fury, the reason that the scrolls were on Earth, all of it was negated in this movie. It was completely just rewritten. It was like it never happened. Nick Fury right. was a completely different character in this than yeah. he was in Secret Invasion, which I don't mind because I liked him better in this. And Everything that happened in Secret Invasion with the Scrolls didn't need to happen because they had a beautiful, perfect planet where they had an entire hierarchy and like an emperor. It was already there. They could have gone there. And I know they mentioned that in Secret Invasion that that there was another like a general. I can't remember who it was that they were trying to restart. I can't remember either, yeah. But they could have easily just gone there and done that. They didn't have to be stupid and bonehead and fight on Earth. So I agree with you. It it completely did did away with that. Um the there was one other thing I wanted to say that I had a hard time or a problem with um that you you brought up. What was the last thing? I don't remember. Oh, yeah. And also the the thing, like you said, with the Flurkins, that is absolutely I shouldn't have to explain that. The movie should have explained that. That was yes. that was that was a problem on the part of the writing. And uh and so yeah, so I agree with a couple of your negatives. I disagree with some other ones. Um, but those were, I think all of my, my negatives, the, the whole thing with the, with Darben, like fighting at the end, instead of just accepting help, it was just so dumb. And also they had been showing us throughout the entire movie, how they have gotten to the point where they can at like a snap of a finger switch with their powers. Kamala was in literally zero danger while she was underneath that hammer. She could have done anything. The, the All of the attention was on Captain Marvel. She could have either switched places with Monica, or she could have just knocked her off of herself with her powers. 
So yeah, those are my negatives. I've got nothing but positives. And I forgot about that because you and I did talk about that during the movie. I was just like, why didn't they just switch? Um, I know that she was staring at the other two the whole time. And I know that, like she said, ah, you know, if anybody even flinches, you know, but she had Kamala on the ground. Kamala can use a power real quick and just switch out. Well, yeah, and switch out with Monica, who can become completely intangible. The the hammer Mm -hmm. will just go through her onto the deck of the ship. It was such a silly scene. She was in she was in no danger at all. Could they switch it? Yeah. Yeah, that was before she took the bang. That was before she took the bangle off of Kamala. Because right. while she had her on the ground is when she got the bangle off of her. I'm pretty positive. But either way, Kamala could have thrown up a light shield and just, or just popped her in the side of the head and knocked her down. I wonder, I wonder why the scroll who got the power to have all the powers didn't show up. Because she's off with Olivia Coleman somewhere. That's the other thing, man. We got to. Mm. They, they got to figure out a way. Anything about. They got to figure out a way around Gaia because she she breaks the entire Marvel universe. That was a boneheaded move. You guys, you guys get on to me for not criticizing Marvel and loving everything. That was straight up stupid. I making her, making weird. her, making her a super scroll would have been fine. Giving her the power of all of the all of the Avengers and all of the the people, every single combatant and in game broke everything. It, anyway. it made Nick Fury look like an idiot and incompetent because in the, in that one episode he says like, she's like, don't you have friends you can call in for this? He's just like, no, I don't need them. I could do this one on my own. And then he uses her to gain the power to have all the powers of the people that he said he couldn't call in because he was better than them. Right. Oh, I can do this on my own. Oh, you're going to use all of their powers, but I don't need their help. Like, that doesn't make any fucking sense, Nick. <laughs> Nothing makes any sense. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make any sense. But anyway, Bob, you, you know what gonna... the answer is? We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Good, I, Bob, think I, I think I cut Bob off. You were going to say something oh, before. No, you didn't. I was just wondering that. Um, I hated that. Yeah, I didn't like that. But I, I'll go with you again because I didn't say it. Um. Kamala's family is phenomenal, and I I doubt we'll get another season of Miss Marvel, but I hope that they have some way of being a part of the Young Avengers, which we haven't discussed yet, because we got the end, end scene and the mid-credit scene we haven't discussed yet, and we got to hit those before That's we get out of here. All right, Bob, lead us into it. What do you want to talk about first? We can talk about the end scene. I like that uh, Kamala was recruiting like Nick Fury. I thought that was really neat. Mm-hmm. Neat. She was so proud to have that to have that file, that digital file. She was so proud to show her that. that oh yeah, we got file. intel on you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Think we don't have intel on you. <laughs> I thought that was so cool. I really enjoyed that. And I'm interested to know who's guy, bro. Be in that in that group. I'm interested to know who's all gonna be in it. And I hope they actually keep going with it. It's just not a hope it's just not a thing. Yeah, because we have three members of it so far because they mentioned Cassie, so we've got um, Miss Marvel, Kate Bishop Hawkeye, and Cassie Lang. I think they're going with Stinger as her name in the MCU. Oh, so nice. we've got we've got those three. Yeah, because she was stature to begin with. Stinger was the the when she's kind of like the Wasp character. So it looked like that's what they're going with. Um, but yeah, so we know those three, and then there's still um Elijah Bradley that they introduced in uh Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, who becomes Patriot? Me of that. Uh, that is Isaiah Bradley, the 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 Captain America, or the he was the man that Bucky went and met, where they found out that they had been experimenting on, where Falcon found out that they had been experimenting on black soldiers in World War or after World War oh, II, okay. like in Korea, and so yeah. he was the the old older man that he gave the statue to at the end of the movie, his grandson. Okay, he uh, he yeah. becomes Patriot in the comics. And a member of the Young Avengers. And then also there's Iron Lad Kang, you know, a, a young version of Kang that is a member of it as well. So I wonder if they'll do that. I don't know. There's an awful lot of rumors are moving away from Kang completely. So we'll see what they end up doing. Oh, they're t- completely done with him? They, it's looking more and more likely that we're not going to see a whole lot more of Kang. That Kang Dynasty is not going that's to be Kang bad. Dynasty I anymore. Was I was looking forward to that. That's, that's too bad. I know, but there's just been, it just hasn't been 
profitable for him. Kang didn't perform well in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, even though I loved him. Um, people liked him in Loki he in Loki season two. In that, uh, I know, but people, di- people didn't like him. And then the, 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 these phases haven't been performing as well as they wanted them to, <laughs> excuse me, uh, either critically or financially. And so they're possibly looking to make a shift. I, I would, I would it's rather than play it out. Not the villain. Though. This no. was my whole point from earlier, though. This is why I think the movie didn't do as well. Not because of marketing, because people are already complaining that the MCU is in shambles and it needs to be fixed and it sucks. That's I agree with before that. even watching the movie. I, I agree with that. That was what I was saying about the, the toxicity of the fan base. I just think that it wasn't helped by the fact that they didn't, weren't able to promote it. I'm here, not disagreeing here, with that. Question. Here's a question for both of you. Okay. okay. Here's is, an answer for you. Is X-Men, because that's the that's the um, um mid-credit, is X-Men gonna save the MCU? I don't think the MCU needs saving. I will say X-Men will be the course correction that it needs. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. I'll say it'll be the course correction that it needs because I think that even the people that are the most diehard staunch the MCU is dead want to see the X-Men on t- on the big screen again. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um I, I I do. I think that will be the course correction for them. I Starting agree. with Deadpool. I, I 100% agree. And in fact, we may even get away from uh the other superheroes for a bit, we may just start having some Marvel mutant movies until Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Ian, what about you? You think it's going to save the MCU? Uh, no, I don't. Oh, no, you don't. I don't know. I just made that up. Oh. Um, I I don't think it needs saving. I don't think it's as awful as everybody are making it out to be. This movie wasn't great, but I don't think it ruined the MCU. Well, well like there's we a, course, a course correction. I don't even think I don't even think that I don't even think the course needs corrected though, honestly. I just I don't I don't dis I don't agree with I think they should have stuck with the whole Kang thing. Agreed. Agreed. I I, I don't see a logical reason not to. Because like and if you're he was, if what? You, he was, if you he don't was trust him, then, then fully acquitted of the controversy. No, he hasn't. No, the the trial's not until November 29th. So okay, it's gotcha. still right in the middle. I of feel it. like there's it's a lot of evidence. To, yeah, I feel like there's a lot of evidence to, to support um, his cause right now. So, yeah, I'm positive. I'm trying to remain positive. Obviously, and I said this before, if it come out and something like takes a turn, he did it. He's a piece of shit. Yes, he should be booted. But the fact that you're going to go ahead and do that before the trial, it's just like, man, you're Marvel. You can do whatever you want. You could do all the way up to that point. And if it doesn't, then you could easily just change it like that. I mean, you have you have multiverse at your fingertips. You could just bring anybody in at any point. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and then he's gone if, if that's what you want to do. Uh, this is no way, shape, or form me shitting on Dr. Doom. I think Dr. Doom's a great, worthy villain. Agreed. I don't think that's the end-all, be-all if that's not what you were going to do in the first place. I think it could have been. Um, I still think you could bring him in and, and, and do something with both of them. So I'm interested to see how that plays out, but no, I don't think necessarily the X-Men are going to save the MCU because... I don't think it needs saving yet. I agree. Okay. We're on phase one of, of this new... I know it's not phase one, but I'm saying phase one of this new frontier, so to say. So I don't I don't think... I don't think we should panic yet. Because I if agree. you remember correctly, when Captain America and Iron Man and all of them were coming out, we didn't really know what direction it mm-hmm. was going to go then. And, and remember and phase two honest, of, the, of the MCU was not well-received. Iron Man 3, Thor the Dark exactly. World... Thank you. That's exactly they did what I was not do Thank well. You. I mean, they made that's money, what I was but about They to were say. not well received. They were not well received by by critics or fans. Fans or didn't Iron Man like two, not Iron Man three. Sorry, e- either one. one. I knew. I knew what you meant. I knew yeah. what you meant. Iron Man three. Wasn't Actually, for well some either. reason, when you said that in my brain, I heard Iron Man two. Yeah. yeah, let's be honest. Three was better than two. Yeah, they were all perfect, and I'll have no dissenting voices about that. <laughs> you don't like three more though. More than two. You know what? I don't know. It depends on the mood I'm in, in all honesty. I love Iron Man 2. I unashamedly love Iron Man 2. And maybe it's just my rose-tinted glasses because I'm a, such an Iron Man fan. But uh, one of my favorite so. my favorite moments of the entire MCU is still the Iron Man and War Machine fight 
at the end of Iron Man 2 where they're fighting off the drones. That that no moment until Endgame gave me where that Tony level of flew like a them high. back toward the people. Back toward the crowd. <laughs> back towards the crowd. No. No, the uh, the kill box. Maybe they'll be like flies and they'll just swap them away and they won't see us flying over here. But, but anyway, I agree with you completely. I don't think the MC needs saving. I've never thought that. Uh, but I do think that they need to do something to win back some of the fan base. Because it's there, there have been a lot wounded, of people that have it, it lost it ain't faith dead or in the broken. MCU. And, and I, I do I think the X-Men can help that. That's why I, I help, think yes. correct. And that's why that's why I said no. I don't think it could save because I don't think it needs to be saved yet. I think it's I think it's just fine. And not to mention the fact that um, for everybody out there saying that the X Men can save this, can can we go back to early two thousand and remember how much people fucking panned and hated those movies? Like the first one was okay, and then it just got progressively worse, and the third one was terrible, and then Days of Futures Past came out. And that was bad, and then this happened, and it just got worse, and the bad. X-Men movies are terrible. And and I'm not saying that they're wrong. I'm just saying, like, now you think that they're going to fix this? Those yeah. movies weren't Marvel, great. Marvel having full control over it? Yeah, I think I think they'll fix the X-Men. I, I can think understand. The exception of First Class. I love First Class. But, oh, I uh, love First Class, too. Yeah, uh, I, I love that was a great class, movie. The X-Men movies always pissed me off. Except maybe yeah. X-Men X2 was like great Nightcrawler with Nightcrawler. X3 I love because of Beast. Like, hell with Nightcrawler. Make him stupid. Well, I want, and let's, I not, to let's say... not dismiss the fact that they had, they had good characters. But my oh, yeah. favorite character is Cyclops. My favorite character of the X-Men. He was such a whiny bitch in those movies. Yeah, they did nothing with he Cyclops. He did nothing. He in did any nothing. Of, he was not a leader. Between no. X-Men, the original trilogy of X-Men, nothing. In the Days of Future Past timeline, nothing. In the Wolverine Origins movie, nothing. They never did anything with Cyclops. He's such a, a an important character in Marvel. Whether you like him or not, Cyclops is an important character to the X-Men and to the Marvel Universe. He's at the center of so many things that happen. Huge events. And every time they put him on screen, they're just like, I don't know. Make him annoyed at everybody and just kind of hang out in the background and not say much. Just brooding. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. Wolverine's that. I was... trying to fuck my. Wife. And you don't. And you don't think uh, Marvel will will fix that? I think they will. I, I think, think they have. Could, a, yeah. I think they're smart enough to know that Cyclops. I think is they will fix it. Yeah, I think they will fix it. I think, um, I think they could, but I also think that they could fuck it up, just like they're allegedly messing it up right now so you ian you brought up something about dr doom we didn't really talk about that the the rumor is that they're going to pivot away from kang and go into dr doom and they absolutely they're gonna what pivot pivot pivot, pivot. they absolutely can pivot away from kang but finish out this storyline and get to kang dynasty because all Man, you don't have get to me do, so excited this all you got to do Kang is and... finish finish this off if you have to recast recast you've got this character set up that he's in every universe they can look different. Characters look different in different universes all the time. We got John Krasinski in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. He's not playing Reed Richards. They're different. It's fine. Everyone will accept it. Just recast him. Get to Kang Dynasty. Have the Avengers beat them. Think that they've got it. Oh, no. We cause an incursion. We go off. We see the rumor is that the Fantastic Four is going to be on another Earth. We know now the X-Men are going to be on another Earth. Set up Secret Wars in in Fantastic Four, setting up Doctor Doom as your villain, and then play out Secret Wars the exact way that it did with Jonathan Hickman's run, where Doctor Doom takes the power for himself, recreates the Earth in his own image, becomes God Emperor Doom. Boom! There's your villain for Secret War. Fine, set him up in the Fantastic Four, and he can e easily be there. Doctor Doom is a good enough character that, if done right, you can introduce him and have him be a main threat for the foreseeable future. Finish Kang. Don't cut it off because then you're going to screw up Doctor Doom again. End of rant. Please don't screw up. K Kang is one of the best villains in, in all of Marvel Comics. I've been waiting for them to bring in Kang for years, for decades, waiting for Kang to be in movies. And he's perfect. I know neither of you have finished Loki Season 2. Kang is a great character. And Jonathan Major's performance is fantastic. Ian, you haven't watched the finale yet. Please watch the finale. I know you didn't I'm like Victor Timely. 
And I know you didn't love Jonathan Majors. I, I didn't thing. really care for Victor Timely as much as you did. Jonathan Majors makes fun of Victor Timely in the finale. Good. <laughs> so, but so, anyway, but here's the thing. My point is, is that please in don't the get com- recast. Just recast if you have to. But in the comics, he doesn't look the same. And and most like Victor Timely doesn't look anything like Gang. No. He doesn't. They don't look the same. It's fine. So, so, so you could you could still like have Kang, but have him look different. I, yeah. They they screwed the pooch on that by making him by making look him the all same, look the same through all of it. If they and had, if the they wouldn't have showed that scene, then then they would have been fine. But they shot themselves in the foot. Yes, they did. Anyway, as Kang would say, we've been going for a while. Do we want to talk about the mid credit scene? Let's talk about the mid-credit scene. Bob kind of kind of alluded to it earlier. You did, Bob. You um, kick us off on your mid-credit scene. What you thought about it? Oh, it's uh, it's Rambo, um, waking up in a hospital. Yes, to uh, her mom, or who she thinks Rambo, is, but it's not yeah. her mom. Her mom's supposed to be dead, and um, then you hear a familiar voice, and um, Beast walks in. So looking perfect. Maybe, looking great and we have the x-men in the mcu now ian i want you to say something because i want to gush about this because beast is my favorite x-men i love i love beast i love kelsey Grammer. i thought everything about it was cool uh my fear is they're going to get us excited like they did with venom and then he's immediately just going to go back to his own universe yeah i know what the crap uh, I get that it did set up because he left a piece of the symbiote, but right. then I thought, but, but that was so just silly. A piece that's not going to matter, right? Because it, right, it, it would still be Venom, but if Venom is off, it, it's just it was it was really confusing. So right. I digress. Uh, but that's my fear: is they're gonna they're gonna fuck it up by doing that, something like that, to where I, Beast is like the next the next movie, the opening scene. Beast is like, well, it was only took me twenty five minutes, and I figured it out, and then all of a sudden she's back. And be yeah. like, oh, there's other universes. I'm like, oh, that's crazy. That's good information. And then nothing comes about from it. Uh, I know that whole plot line I just made up sounds incredibly silly. Like nobody would ever do that. Um, yeah. Well, maybe they will. Hopefully yeah, you never they know. don't. So yeah, if it if it stays, uh, that'd be really cool. Uh, it makes me a little nervous because the best part, in one man's opinion, about that whole X Men franchise was Wolverine. And now that Wolverine is a part of like the Deadpool universe, what do you do? Do you bring them both in? I mean, we don't even know what's going to happen to Wolverine and Deadpool. I don't think and... I don't think uh, Hugh Jackman's going to play Wolverine again after this. I, I don't either. I think this is his last outing. Um, a couple of things. One, I I'm not concerned about them doing what they did with Venom because of Doctor Strange and the fact that they've brought up incursions now a couple of times. Um, incursions are when two Earths, like from multiple, multi, multiple universes, collide with each other, uh, which again is the entire plot of Secret Wars. And I think what they're doing is in order to bring all these characters in, because that solves your X Men problem. Why haven't the X Men been there all this time? Why didn't the X Men fight Thanos? Well, they weren't on this planet. They're existing. They have a history, but they weren't here. Same with Fantastic Four. If you go to another Earth and Fantastic Four are there, but no X-Men or Avengers. If you go to this Earth and the X-Men are there, but no Avengers or Fantastic Four, when the incursion happens, when Secret War happens, it all turns into Battle World. They're all in one place, and you can just start with the MCU with everybody there. I think that's what they're going to do, and I think that's how X-Men and Fantastic Four are going to get there with some background, with some history, and then it solves all of those issues. So I'm not concerned about that. With this post-credit scene, hearing Kelsey Grammer's voice, I got so excited that I had to really contain myself not to squeal so loudly. I think I still made a noise, but I don't remember. <clears throat> Beast is my favorite X-Man. Kelsey Grammer is on in the pantheon of perfect casting. Kelsey Grammer is the perfect person to play Beast. I know nobody likes X-Men 3. I love X-Men 3. I, without shame, I love X-Men 3. And one of the reasons is that Kelsey Grammer is exactly what I hear in my head when I read an X-Men comic with Beast. Um, he, he's perfect. And I love the fact that they are getting away from some of the the weird practical things that they've done with Beast because I don't think he's ever looked as good as he did here. 
Um, as much as I loved his look in, in X-Men 3, I loved his look in, in First Class. I hated his look in Days of Future Past and onwards. I, I think that he looked the best in this, and I cannot wait to see what they're going to do with it. And the fact that they did such a deep cup reference to have Maria being binary, which is a whole long storyline where Captain Marvel loses her powers and then gains new different powers and learns alongside the X-Men. Just just perfect mid-credit scene. Cannot wait to see what they're going to do. Okay, well, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I, I think we're all excited to see where this goes, but it's so early on they could change their mind yeah, like they've done already. So I guess we'll just have to kind of wait and see what direction this goes in and then um, stay tuned because coming up in a few days, a few very short days, Derek and I are going to be doing our recap on the last two episodes of Loki season two. So I'm looking forward to that after what Derek just said, trying to ruin the show for me, but that's okay. Um, JK buddy, JK. So, yeah, with that being said, let us know your thoughts on what you thought about uh, the Marvels and if you think that this is going to be a colossal disaster setting up the future or if you think that maybe it's just a minor stepping stone and bigger things to come. So, Bob, do you have anything you want to say before I do the outro? No, we you got it. We haven't rated the movie yet. Oh, we haven't? We haven't rated the movie yet. I guess I already did it in my head. Sorry, I'll let you kick it off. You want me to kick it off? You're the guest. <laughs> so I keep saying. Not a very good guest. I yelled at the host multiple times. Uh, that's um, okay. I don't have the power to put you in the waiting room. So. That's fair. I have all the power. I, I've kind of waffled back and forth. Um, I'm I'm going to give it a seven and a half. I would give it an eight, but there were just a couple too many things that, that didn't quite work. So seven and a half. Still incredibly respectable. I really enjoyed this movie. Bob, I give it a Bob. seven. Seven. Respectable, Solid. Ian. Bring us, bring us home with a low number that you. I know you're going to do. You know, I, I was, but I'm like, man, maybe I'm being a little too hard. I'll get. You know what? I'll compromise. I'll give it a six. Okay, it's fair. I'm going to give it a six. I was originally doing five and a half, but I was like, it's not an awful movie. It's worth a six. Okay. I think that's awesome. very fair. Very respectable numbers. Now you can do your outro, and I won't interrupt you. Okay. All right. Yeah, I will. So, with that being said, please tune in. Listen to Derek and I on Paperweight Entertainment talk about Season 2, Ending of Loki. Last two episodes. Two episodes. Derek, thank you again for joining us. For the Colonel Robert Rand Tingle. I have been Ian. I'm not sure what you were doing there. <laughs> I have been Ian. This has been the Silver Screen Scoundrels, and as always, so long and good night. Bye, everybody. <laughs>